All the laughs without the anxiety. Mike Klein presents My Jewish Parents. Yes, us, a Jewish parents. Wait a minute. All right, Dad, Mom, explain to me how you ended up in Columbia, Maryland from New York City. That's a good question. Because uh, I'm very curious about I think we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but I, I can't remember. And it's so unique because... Uh, Columbia is such an interesting place. It's nothing like New York City. It's the complete opposite of New York. So, ex- as you, what do you mean? The com- I don't know. Like, I mean, ever like, like New York has all this character, and Columbia just looks like a planned city, like a planned community. I know there was different types of people, and it was very international for a for a planned city, planned community. But it was just, but all the houses looked the same. And for somebody who's into art and architecture. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, like getting to know you as I was growing up. I was like, wow, my mom doesn't seem like she would be into this town. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think, Dad, you were always into Columbia. I think yeah. that was your spot because you always wanted to have that kind of American dream like that because that's what Columbia is. It's the American dream. That's yes. what I would say it is. Mm-hmm. So so t- how did wait, you end wait, up in wait Columbia? A minute, wait a minute. First of all, what, define what you mean by the American the, dream. The old school American dream. You have a family. You buy a house. Mm-hmm. And you're living in a community where everyone knows each other, gets along with each other, and there's, there's you know, it's, it's like a giant community. That's what Columbia right, was. But, but it wasn't only houses. There were apartments. Yeah, like, yeah, there were apartments. It's not, it's, yeah. And, I, that, and there are townhouses, but it was set up in a very specific way so that each of the different neighborhoods in Columbia, so first, closest to the, uh, grow, the shopping area where were apartments and then a little further back were the townhouses and then further back were the houses. It, it was very purposely so designed. So how, how did you end up there? How did that happen? How did you find I, out I'm about gonna it? I'm going to let your father talk about that one. Well, I, I, I like to mention the founder of Columbia, the person, that ingenious person who put all of this to work. And that was James Rouse. James Rouse uh, was a, 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 a real estate developer in, in uh, Baltimore. And uh, through uh, the new cities programs that were developed in the 60s, by then our great president, Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, had money set aside to create communities like Reston and Columbia and all these different communities. Columbia, uh, thanks to James Rouse, uh, who was a very spiritual person, uh, as well as a very good businessman, uh, got together groups of social workers and ministers and uh, uh, politicians and all different kinds of people that serviced other people to create a community a uh, New England-style type community where each village was planned and had um, community centers and a village board. Uh, and uh, in fact, uh, when, when I came here, I was uh, the first chairperson of the Long Reach Village Association, which was the community Long Beach. That was the Beach first Center. one, right? Yeah, that we wasn't the first one. So that was, was your political career? Uh, that was my short political how, career. So wait, wait, so how long was that? I was one year. I was, one year, okay. Uh, one year I was uh, head of the uh, village board. We set up a newspaper. We set up all different things you do with a new community. Uh, 
And uh, then I became a father, which was very, very important to me. And take care of my children, my sons. Thank you. And, Appreciate that uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that occupied my time. Uh, and, and how did I come here? I came here. I was uh, in the sixties. Your wife, Anne and I were I both had a, had a six sixties. Had to be 70s. We got married 69. Yeah, right. But we, we were going together in the 60s, and I was teaching in the 60s. I was a guidance counselor, and I was very involved in, in having opportunities for people. And Columbia was a place that James Rouse created to open options up for people, uh, uh, people that were, were black, people that were... Uh, uh, integrated and married to each other that you know all, all different and, and people that were looking for more involvement in in the community and it was really a wonderful experience was was wonderful and Columbia is a beautiful community today we had some beautiful moments uh, in the city so uh, I, I and I anyway and I think you should share your thoughts sure. well mom let me let me go right to this because this is this is a funny thing and I saw this you know you know with working at iHeart radio we did a big concert Sunday in the country and I found in the back of Meriwether Post pavilion by the way they read it it's beautiful I saw the I saw the people tree picture of the people tree and that's Columbia's people tree and you you used to have this hanging up in our house explain to everybody what the people tree and what it means to Columbia and what it means to you know to describe Columbia like what would you describe that as let's see the, the people tree had a sculpture yeah it's, it's, it's a big sculpture oh, yeah, it's over by the lakefront right yes yeah. it's by Sorry. the lakefront I think it's made of bronze or something like that and it represents all of us, we're, you know, all different. We all come from different backgrounds and places. And, you know, it's symbolic of welcoming. I guess in a way it's like the Statue of Liberty welcoming in <laughs> immigrants. So the people tree is welcoming in people who like people who want to be in a community. You know, not just a place to live, but to be part of a community. And the other interesting thing that happened, I don't remember if it was 72 or 73, was the women's movement, the second wave of the women's movement. And so Columbia was very involved. We set up a big women's center. We had all this stuff going on besides consciousness raising. I remember going to the Board of Education when I was nine months pregnant. And Was that with me or Daniel? Oh, that was, uh, Daniel. Daniel. And, okay. And then I, you know, I, I stood up and because we were looking at these sexist textbooks, Jack and Jill and all that kind of stuff <laughs> to change now it. back looking at the sexist textbook. Now are they looking at looking Are at, they really? Unfortunately. Oh, yeah, for other reasons. That's ridiculous. Re yeah, for wrong reasons. <laughs> for, for another reason. Right, but... Um, so it was a very active community and activist, and uh, you know, I, I'm I'm so glad we live there, and we still have very good friends there. In fact, we have you have them moving here. I'm, yeah, I'm having them trying to get turning them this to into move the new Columbia. It's the new Columbia. Yeah, I guess there's at least well, there's quite a few of them from Columbia. 
Yeah, yeah you said that. You have to start your own Columbia group. So, right. so let me ask you uh, another question, um, sure. Dad, about this. Now, Columbia, you know, being it's a small city, a small community in Howard County, mm-hmm. they did have, they did do like big, like, uh, like big art festivals and stuff like that, and the Columbia and the Columbia Fair, right? I mean, these were big. These yes. seem. I mean, was it me? They seemed big when I was younger. Were they bigger than I? Were they not as big as I thought they were? I mean, what did you think, Dad? Uh, no, they 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 they, they were big. Uh, we had uh, 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 Simon Garfunkel were here. Wow. And uh, Alvin Ailey Ballet was here. And uh, in the early days of Columbia, the Baltimore Symphony was Oh, by the way, you can, win, you can, you can win tickets to my show uh, to go to the Baltimore Symphony this week, by the way, to go yeah. see them. You guys should come to that. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> sounds right. great. All right, sorry, uh, go ahead. So, uh, so it, ha- it, 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 it had all these opportunities. And some people, this was the first time they've seen ballet. Uh, and particularly ballet with a wonderful black uh, dance group like Alvin Ailey, and wonderful, wonderful. Uh, it, it was just a, a, a wonderful opportunity for us to experience each other in a very positive, loving sense. And, and, and I'm grateful to someone like James Rouse, his spiritual and uh, business uh, fortes of getting this going and working. Columbia is one of the most successful communities. The rest in it mm-hmm. still exists, but mm-hmm. Columbia has a very functional governmental structure and uh, Columbia Association and wonderful facilities. And So I will tell you something that was really cool about growing up in that area is Meriwether Post Pavilion is a huge music venue. It's about, what, like an hour and a half away? I mean, I'm sorry, it's like it's like a mile and a half away from where we grew up, or where we were. Who was that? <clears throat> okay, so it grew up about a mile and a half away from where we were. And uh, there was all these art, like, like you can hear all these famous artists, like like who was there again? The, the, uh, the Grateful Dead? You had all these big artists coming through, and we could hear it in the backyard of our house. Yeah, that's all, right. All these and then I used to ride my bike up there and help hand out... Uh, I guess the station that I work for now, I guess it was called something else. I don't even know if it was called something else. It may have been gone by then. And, you know, helping hand out prizes. And I got to see concerts on the lawn. It was pretty amazing riding my bike down there. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. They had Meriwether Post Pavilion, which is huge. And then the mall in Columbia, which is also, that's a huge mall. That mall is still, uh, a lot of malls are going out of business. They're not doing well. The mall well, in Columbia is still doing well. Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing nice at, mall. at that time when Rouse, uh, uh, I guess, built the Columbia Mall, it was, most of the malls were outside the city. The Columbia Mall is inside the city. Like it's it's like, a, it, yeah, it's like a town center. And uh, believe it or not, we would walk around and we knew all the shopkeepers. It was very, you know, homey, you know, to, uh, to, to meet them. And, uh, you know, it so, but of course it's changed. Now we have an outdoor part because now we, we're looking into walk, walk more walkable yeah. cities. I mean, yeah. but the mall's still doing very well, though. A lot of malls aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, so I don't know why it's doing well. It could, 
I'm really not sure. I don't know, but they are talking about, like, I just saw this because there's been a lot of issues at Towson Town Center, at White Marsh Mall, that younger people are getting in there and causing stuff. I don't know why this is a big deal. Now, this, this happened when I was younger, too. But uh, there's been lots of fights breaking out at the malls. So now the mall in Columbia is talking about making it mandatory if you're under 17 to have somebody at least over 21 with you. So that's super interesting. Yeah, that's what they're talking about doing at night, at least, I guess, at night. So it's been kind of a, you know, interesting thing with malls. Yeah, well, you know, listen, in the background, unfortunately, in our country, malls, other places, is is this is the gun violence, and I mean those automatic rifles, and we're all scared to death. We're right. all scared about yeah. them. Yeah, you know. And there was an incident in Columbia. Uh, there was, right? Was. Um, yeah. um, not a big one, but an incident. Somebody did get killed, though, I know, at the, at the mall in Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. But in any, anyway, uh, I think it's important to keep it up, B, and uh, I think it's important to understand that we all have... Uh, Issues and faults and problems, but when we get together, uh, uh, we we can be more positive and and help each other out. And it's it's one of the things we learned in the in last year with this epidemic, the last couple of years, is that when we isolate ourselves, we might protect ourselves, but we uh, we create more problems after we isolate ourselves. We need to we're social creatures we need to get along with each other we need to get along with each other uh, and survive and that's really important we miss so much when we don't get along with each other i agree with you i have one more question though did you tell me that they were going to build a monorail around columbia or is that my imagination no, no, yeah, yeah. when we first came here <laughs> there were tracks for a monorail but you monorail, monorail. Yeah, yes know. they were where where were the tracks at well the back of the houses well you could also see it in wild like space. right across from the interfaith center there was that but the other thing was there was also going to be a subway or Why a would metro there be a s- well, Why would there be a was subway? You mean like be... a light rail? You mean not like a subway? Yeah. Well, go, well, going from you know Columbia to. Well, what DC. happened? Well, this is what I got. We had a wonderful executive. Because um, uh, because Columbia is the only part of the Baltimore yes. uh, area that does not have a train, and same with Washington. Right. So there's like it's it's disconnected from Baltimore and Washington. Right. The 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 deal, unfortunately, that was made was to have that. Uh, highway 200 instead and that's too bad intercounty highway oh the intercounty highway yeah, 200 which, yeah yeah and uh, which nobody uses but i understand <laughs> i understand people I, use it but they, they don't use it. it's never busy though okay but the thing is uh, if, at least i don't know if it's taken away but there was a place where the tracks you could still see them and i'm um, about to research this then yeah yeah so and they uh-huh. redid Meriwether Post Pavilion. Like, the whole thing is amazing. Yeah. Yes. The venue is yes. so... They have, like, the sky... Right. Have you been there with the sky lawn? No. They have a sky lawn, so you can go up a level, and you can you can sit in the sky lawn and look down at the stage. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty wild. And that's the same uh, thing as a lawn ticket. Same, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. The, wow. the, that's what makes Columbia so amazing. We're, we're very different than we were when it was first developed, and it changes, and it changes because people are involved, and mm-hmm. there's uh, organizations to, to work, and, and, and that's really great. That's really, really uh, wonderful. I don't know what it'll be like in 30 or 40 years from now. It'll be different. 
I know, but it will still be very vibrant and alive. And James Rouse, I just saw floating by on a cloud. <laughs> hey, by the way, in my imagination, yes, uh, I, he was just a wonderful human being. Yeah, he One, needs to like come back and fix the inner harbor. He needs to come back alive. Right, he right. built the inner fix harbor. The right? inner harbor. Right, that's right. Great Baltimore, Baltimore. That's that's pretty amazing. 